Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell held a press conference detailing massive election fraud. Giuliani laid out a clear path to the president to secure 270 electoral votes by exposing the fraud. And the Democrat media complex censored the news conference, insisting that it would harm our democracy if Americans were allowed to see the evidence for themselves. With these stories and more from an American nationalist perspective, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Right Now. This conversation never ends. You can follow me on Parler and Rumble and Twitter and Facebook and all of the podcast directories at Right Now Jim Dawes. You can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdawes at gmail.com or if you want to raise hell, you can call the vent line and leave your rants at 772-245-0750. So I'll start today's program with a programming note. This is the Friday before Thanksgiving week and uh, next week uh, there will be a live show on Monday. Uh, There will be a best of program on Tuesday. I'll be traveling uh, for our Thanksgiving celebration that we are not allowing the COVID to crush. And, uh, Wednesday, there will probably be a live show. And then Thursday, um, I hope you like I will step away from politics and enjoy your family and give thanks to all of the many blessings that, uh, that we have been provided over this last year. You may have to think deeply, but if you do think deeply, I'm sure you will find much to be thankful for. I'll probably be back on the air on Friday. Um, it depends on whether or not we uh, decide to travel, uh, back home on Friday or Saturday. So the development overnight in the electoral battle, uh, where Americans are very concerned about, uh, the, the steel, About half of Americans think that this election was stolen. Uh, They won't tell you that because they're trying to drive that number down through disinformation and censorship. But I'll tell you the truth. I believe the number is actually higher than that. I think a lot of Democrats recognize that what went on in this election uh, was illicit, but they're willing to ignore it because they they hate Donald Trump so badly. And they're, they're probably telling pollsters, no, it's all fine. It's all fine when thousands and thousands of ballots are dumped in the middle of the night and people are uh, able to vote without any sort of uh, controls on these mail-in ballots. But overnight, uh, Georgia finished their recount and they, uh, they say that, that Joe Biden's slim <clears throat> margin of victory is going to hold up. I don't know that that's going to be the case. I think uh, the Georgia legislature is probably going to have something to say about this. And of course, the president's legal team is uh, is busy uncovering the fraud that took place in uh, in Fulton, DeKalb, and Clayton counties. Mark Zuckerberg is pouring money into the state, as I detailed yesterday, to try to uh, do the same thing in the upcoming senatorial runoffs in Georgia that come up on uh, January fifth. So there's a lot happening, and uh, and it's uh, the Democrats' effort is being driven by Stacey Abrams who says the president has owes it to our democracy to concede. She was actually a guest on CNN uh, pontificating on how important it is for Donald Trump to concede this election. This is from the same woman who has never to this day conceded the, uh, 
the election in 2018 uh, that she lost by over 50,000 votes there in Georgia, the governor's election. So Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell held a, a tour de force press conference yesterday at the Republican National Committee where they laid out their case uh, against the voter fraud. It was replete with evidence. It was heavy on uh, exactly how this went on and, uh, and how they intend to go about overturning it. And of course, the media decided, well, you can't hear that. Uh, we, we, you know, that's, that's disinformation. Probably the Russians are behind it. If it's not the Russians, it's racism for sure. We're not going to show it. We're going to, uh, pick out very selective bites to try to discredit it. And it was crazy. It was crazy. They said, you know, the former mayor of New York city, who was a crusading prosecutor that brought down the mafia in New York city turned the place into a safe and uh, a desirable place to live. He is all of the sudden because he is uh, arguing against voter fraud. He is a lunatic. If you would listen to the mainstream media, describe it. And then Sidney Powell went on to detail some very, uh, really earth shaking accusations against dominion and smartmatic voting systems. That's being described as a conspiracy theory as well. I, I kind of doubt that Sidney Powell, uh, who has a, a long career of, uh, you know, solid, uh, lawyering would, uh, would make these accusations if she couldn't back them up, but we're going to, we're going to do some, uh, some long form, uh, uh, excerpts to try to describe this. Uh, you may have already seen this. It wouldn't hurt if you listen to it again, uh, just to, uh, to reinforce your arguments when you come across people who have been denied the truth in this matter. So, uh, here's uh, Rudy Giuliani describing what goes on when you don't have monitors, when the, um, absentee ballots are being opened. It's not only susceptible to fraud, it is easily susceptible to fraud, particularly if you have a plan or scheme which sounds eerily similar to what Joe Biden told us a few days before the election, that he had the best voter fraud team in the world. Well, they were good. I don't know that they were that good because they made significant mistakes, like all crooks do, and we caught them. One of them was pushing out Republican inspectors. Every state, almost every civilized country, even Tanzania and places you wouldn't think of have uh, rules about inspectors, particularly for mail-in ballots. And why particularly for mail-in ballots? Because they can more easily be defrauded and you can't check on it. People who have never done a mail-in ballot, I'm gonna show you why it's so easy. Well, you fill out an envelope like this. You put your, usually in, in New York it would be your, your assembly district and the, and the precinct in which you're voting. You fill out your name and your address and you sign it. You then use an inner envelope and you put the ballot inside the inner envelope. You seal it all and you send it in. 
I'll pause right there for just a second. In some of these states, uh, in addition to signing it, you also have to have uh, one or two witnesses sign it. You have to date it. I think in some cases, when you apply for the absentee ballot, it has to be notarized so they can prove that you are, in fact, who you're saying you are. All of these requirements were suspended uh, contrary to the the law that was passed by the legislator, by Democrat governors and courts. So even the the very slim requirements that were in place at the time of these ballots could not be verified because the Democrat machines in Philadelphia, Detroit, Milwaukee, Atlanta banished the monitors from the rooms. Now, why would they do that? Why, why would these Democrats not want any monitors there when they were opening these mail back ballots back to Rudy. When it's being, when it's being counted almost invariably in the United States, up until the mass cheating that went on in this election, a Republican and a Democrat inspector, as well as others, if there are other parties is allowed to watch the unsealing of this ballot used to go on all over America when we conducted honest elections. Because the only time you can ever find out if it's a fraudulent ballot is when it is looked at. The minute you approve this, it's thrown away, gone for eternity. The only thing left is the vote. That could have been Mickey Mouse. That could have been a dead person. That could have been not filled out properly. That could have been the same person 30 times. And uh, there is indications that these, uh, these mail-in ballots were counted repeatedly. And you can do that because, uh, you know, the, the, the evidence of the voter fraud is then discarded. It's separated from the ballot. The ballot is intermingled with all of the other ballots. It's a done deal. Democrats know exactly how this works. This is not the first time they've used uh, absentee ballots. Uh, back uh, about 15 years ago, uh, Jimmy Carter and um, and James Baker actually uh, wrote a report saying that uh, absentee ballots were prone to widespread voter fraud. And, of course, that's exactly what the Democrats uh, put into place during this election in these Democrat machine-controlled cities. Giuliani made an observation that all of this t- seems strangely coordinated. Because there's not a singular voter fraud in one state. This pattern repeats itself in a number of states. To any experienced investigator, prosecutor, would suggest that there was a, a plan from a centralized place to execute these various acts of voter fraud. Each one of these cities are cities that are controlled by Democrats, certainly control the election board completely, and they control law enforcement, and unfortunately, they have some friendly judges that will issue ridiculously irrational opinions. Well, they were good. I don't know that they, they were that good because they made significant mistakes. Giuliani went on to uh, to cite the fact that um, these Democrat cities held training sessions for the people that were going to be working in these counting rooms. It, uh, and he's got an affidavit from a city of Detroit employee saying that they were instructed not to enforce any of the rules regarding these mail-in ballots. If they lacked a signature, go ahead and count it. If, um, 
If they lacked uh, a postmark, well, that's just fine. Go ahead and count it. Now, this is a, a an employee, a longtime employee of Detroit. She, she has a lot to lose, but she had the courage to stand up for what's right, free and fair elections in our country. But the media is not interested in hearing any about that. There's no proof. There's no evidence. As if a signed sworn affidavit is not evidence. Let me tell you something. That's powerful evidence. That's testimony. It's not in a court of law yet, but it indicates to a court of law. It's a proffer showing what they plan to be able to prove. We're going to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-255-4940. 800-255-4940. That's 800-255-4940. 800-255-4940. Rebel rousers, instigators, freaks, agitators, fanatics, scallywags, scamps, firebrands, rogues, scoundrels, mojo sexuals, mojo five zero. So during Rudy's presentation, he pointed out that um, he had affidavits from many people that were inside of these voting rooms after the the Republican observers had been banished, including, by the way, a Democrat observer that says that they were running these uh, these mail-in ballots through the machines multiple times. We've talked about a lot about the overvote. When you look at uh, Wisconsin and Michigan in particular, you see that uh, precincts, including Wayne County, where those two Republican canvassers refused to certify the vote, had a massive overvote, sometimes as high as 300%. In other words, they'd have three, they'd have three times the votes as the number of registered voters in that precinct. That is a, uh, a dead-to-rights proof of voter fraud that the media wants to ignore here is rudy describing the overvote we let al gore carry on an election dispute longer than this one has been going on for one state and for chads this happened in pennsylvania it happened in michigan in michigan and wisconsin we have overvotes in numerous precincts of 150%, 200%, and 300%. In fact, we have precincts in which two times the number of people who live there, including children, voted. That's absurd. We let this happen, we're going to become Venezuela. Give us an opportunity to prove it in court, and we will. No evidence, cries the media, as it stares them in the face. I mean, you'd have to, they're, they're trying to do the same thing to the evidence of massive, systemic, pervasive, purposeful election fraud 
that they did to the Hunter Biden laptop. Well, it's just disinformation. We can't show you that. It might be harmful to our democracy, they tell us. So uh, the assembled media began immediately attacking Rudy. Well, uh, why don't you show us these affidavits? We want to see these affidavits so we can go badger and uh, hound and dox the people that are uh, stepping forward to testify. If the courts don't let you present these cases like Jenna just said, will you give the entire bulk of the evidence to the media to review? And if so, when? Are you going to drag this thing out like the Hunter Biden hard drive again? He actually said, are you going to drag this thing out like the Hunter Biden laptop? They were in the news every day for two weeks presenting the evidence of the Hunter Biden laptop. The media refused to cover it. Social media clamped down on it, wouldn't allow it to be discussed or aired. And like I said, they're doing the same thing to this election. What they've learned is if you, if you control the establishment in Washington, D.C., which includes the courts in the deep state, and you control big corporate media, you don't have to worry about what the the little people think what we the people think you can just uh, jam all this down our throats and it'll be a fait accompli i don't think they counted on donald trump refusing to go along with the big steal we're not going to drag it out i mean it's ridiculous for you to say we're dragging it out al gore al gore had a lot more time than we've had and we've had two weeks to, to investigate so that's also completely unfair to say we're dragging it out also if we're going to present things in court if we present it to you judges are not going to be very happy with us and finally i have to tell you our witnesses don't want to be exposed to the tender mercies of a vicious press I have great difficulty getting those witnesses that I did reveal to allow me to do it. They don't trust you. They don't like you. They think Well, they have seen what the media will do. They'll dox you. They'll uh, hold you up to public ridicule. And then the, the radical leftists will attack you, physically attack you. The, the trending topic on Twitter this morning was there is no evidence of widespread voter fraud in the U.S. election, fact checkers confirm, following the Trump press conference. Really? No evidence. You would have to be an ostrich, except for having your head in the sand. You'd have to have your head up your ass to make a statement like that. You had 90 minutes of solid evidence presented, but they want to pretend it doesn't exist. They also want to pretend like this never happened. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Now, it's easy to say that Joe Biden doesn't know what he's saying. There is no direct hardwired connection between his brain and his mouth. Well, maybe there is. The brain just uh, is glitching badly. But uh, that was a, a rather stunning statement for a presidential candidate to make that we have the largest voter fraud organization in the history of uh, campaigns. You would think that in the aftermath of that, some of the media might have wanted to say, did, did you mean to say that? What did you mean to say? What are you trying to tell us? And give Joe Biden a chance to clean that up. They show no interest in it at all. It's almost as if they believe it. And they don't want to talk about 
And you recall uh, when they were setting all of this up, Hillary Clinton went on national TV and said this. Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances because I think this is going to drag out and eventually I do believe he will win. It will drag out and eventually I do believe he'll win. Well, uh, now that it's dragging out with the president fighting it, it's dragging out for uh, what is uh, about two weeks now, less than half the time that uh, they were more than happy to give Al Gore time to argue over hanging chads. And the, uh, the president's attorneys are making pervasive and convincing arguments for widespread voter fraud. Oh, we got to hurry up and move on. You've got to concede the election. You're hurting our democracy. You're killing people with COVID. Oh, man. So we've talked about a lot about uh, the Kraken. Sydney, Sydney Powell said uh, she was releasing the, the Kraken. And it was funny to watch. People were arguing like uh, three days later, well, where's this Kraken she's talking about? As she was on the air detailing the connections between smart, Smartmatic voting systems and Dominion and how that vote-stealing algorithm was developed in Venezuela by Hugo Chavez in order to fix elections. You had people saying, well, where's the Kraken? That's the Kraken. I mean, that should be a bit of news that most definitely the media ought to track down and, and report on either to, to uh, verify it or debunk it. They're trying to do neither, which tells you that there's probably uh, a lot of truth to it if it's not entirely true. Sydney Powell was a big part of yesterday's press conference, and she detailed the case against Smartmatic. What we are really dealing with here and uncovering more by the day is the massive influence of communist money through Venezuela, Cuba, and likely China in the interference with our elections here in the United States. The Dominion voting systems, the Smartmatic technology software, and the software that goes in other computerized voting systems here as well, not just Dominion, were created in Venezuela at the direction of Hugo Chavez to make sure he never lost an election after one constitutional referendum came out the way he did not want it to come out. We have one very strong witness who has explained how it all works. His affidavit is attached to the pleadings of Lynn Wood in the lawsuit he filed in Georgia. <clears throat> it is a stunning, detailed affidavit because he was with Hugo Chavez while the, he was being briefed on how it worked. He was with Hugo Chavez when he saw it operate to make sure the election came out his way. That was the express purpose for creating this software. He has seen it operate, and as soon as he saw the multiple states shut down the voting at the on the night of the election. He knew the same thing was happening here. Now these these accusations, these allegations that Sidney Powell are making are are strong stuff. It would indicate the biggest uh, uh, political scandal in our nation's history. 
but these are verifiable claims. These are claims that can be chased down and either uh, verified or refuted. The media shows no interest in doing any of that. You are not going to be able to convince me that Sidney Powell, one of the preeminent lawyers in our country, would destroy her career and subject herself to lawsuits if she didn't have solid evidence of this. We're going to talk more about this lawsuit when we get back after these messages, and then we'll look, take a look at the media freakout over all of this. And we'll dip into the coronavirus task force presser yesterday as well, right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Stick with us. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. A daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So we're uh, detailing Sidney Powell's part of the press conference yesterday in which she laid out the case against Dominion voting systems and the underlying algorithms that were put in charge of uh, tabulating our votes. Not here in the United States. They were shipped offshore into uh, Spain and Germany for these vote tabulations to occur. Now, why would you do that? Why would you put the tabulation of these votes outside of the reach of U.S. law enforcement? I think you know why. Certainly couldn't be good. Whoever uh, agreed to anything like this or even uh, engineered something like this almost certainly had to have ill intent in mind. It's absurd that the United States would allow its elections to be processed offshore. Here is Sidney Powell again. Software in the source code that does the alterations is embedded. We have been told in the source code all across the country and all the voting machines. There's no doubt it has been used to alter elections in other countries. Um, We know specifically that Venezuela exported it for that purpose to Argentina and other Latin American companies to make sure that the corrupt rulers who were willing to pay the highest price for being in office were allowed to rig their elections. This is stunning, heartbreaking, infuriating, and the most unpatriotic acts I can even imagine for people in this country to have participated in in any way, shape, or form. And I want the American public to know right now that we will not be intimidated. American patriots are fed up with the corruption from the local level to the highest level of our government, and we are going to take this country back We are not going to be intimidated. We are not going to back down. We are going to clean this mess up now. President Trump won by a landslide. We are going to prove it, and we are going to reclaim the United States of America for the people who vote for freedom. Now, to doubt what Sidney Powell is saying there, you would have to believe that she uh, was a lunatic. That's what the media would have you to believe. This woman has been a litigator 
one of the nation's top litigators handling some of the most high-profile cases and winning for decades. You'd have to believe that she's willing to throw all of that away if, if, if you believe that she's putting forward a hoax. You cannot convince me that any amount of money would buy her off, that any amount of notoriety would cause her to say these things unless they were true. Now, uh, I guess I would be willing to be convinced of that, but they're not, they're not trying to convince you of that. Over on Fox News, Dana Perino, who had uh, Carl Rove, who's been wrong about the last several elections, Dana Perino su- suggested that Dominion Software ought to sue Sidney Powell. Well, I'm all for that. Let's have Dominion sue Sidney Powell. I guarantee you they won't, and the reason they won't is because if they were to do that, all of their company records would be subject to discovery. All of their officers that were behind this would be subject to deposition and testimony. And the very fact that Dominion has not uh, demanded that Sidney Powell shut up under threat of suit tells you a lot. You know, uh, listening to Sidney Powell, it occurred to me I was thinking, well, where did she get all of this information? How would she know this? And it occurred to me that her most high-profile client currently is none other than Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn was the the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency. He is well-connected in the intelligence agencies in the United States. So... So maybe Michael Flynn is the one that is laying out this evidence against Smartmatic. Certainly, our CIA and other intelligence agencies can't be ignorant of what goes on over at Smartmatic. And what we do know for a fact is that the guy that they've got in charge of their so-called election security is an Antifa uh, fanatic who participates in their Uh, message boards who said at one time, and this is not conjecture, that Donald Trump will not win this election. We have made sure of that. He said that on an Antifa chat room. Tucker Carlson uh, took up this topic last night. He's taken a lot of heat because he was, he was uh, griping that Sidney Powell wouldn't come on his show and lay out her evidence. And I can tell you that um, Sidney Powell would not detail her, her, her evidence with court cases pending that she planned to make this in court. But um, Tucker sort of went off on her. I guess he was so anxious to, uh, to get the scoop. In this country, the process is mostly electronic. Giuliani suggested that electronic vote counting is an invitation to fraud. And he's right. That's why Canada, for example, doesn't do it. All of which brings us to the bombshell at the center of today's press conference. That was delivered by former prosecutor Sidney Powell, who has also served as General Mike Flynn's lawyer. For more than a week, Powell has been all over conservative media with the following story. This election was stolen by a collection of international leftists who manipulated vote tabulating software in order to flip millions of votes from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. The other day on television, Powell said of Trump that when the fraud is finally uncovered, quote, 
I think we'll find he had at least 80 million votes. In other words, rigged software stole about 7 million votes in this election. Here's some of what Powell said today about the software. One of its most characteristic... Let's skip forward. I've already played that part for you. Here's where... Uh, well, Tucker, just basically... I, I'm not going to play it all for you. Uh, Tucker basically uh, objected to the fact that she wouldn't come on and lay out her case. So that This case is going to have to hold up in a courtroom, and you definitely don't want to give... Uh, the opposition a roadmap to your case ahead of time and the media uh, they would have their opportunities if she did that uh, to engage in their disinformation campaigns and uh, and call this all out uh, Rudy Giuliani was talking about the media disinterest of all of this and how they're complicit in this steal I know you keep reporting falsely that we have no evidence that we have no specific acts of fraud. That's because the coverage of this has been almost as dishonest as the scheme itself. The American people are entitled to know this. You don't have a right to keep it from them. And it's tolerated because you condone it in the press. And you don't cover it. And you don't condemn it. And it shouldn't happen to a Republican or a Democrat. You know, all of this started back in the, uh, the days of media consolidation when big multinational globalist corporations were allowed to move in and, uh, and by the free press, and now we've got one of our so-called papers of record, the Washington Post, is actually owned by the, the biggest globalist of them all, Jeff Bezos, who is uh, basically using uh, the, the Washington Post as a tool for disinformation and advocacy of uh, the elimination of nations. Over at CNN, which is uh, apparently up on the um, the auction block, Brianna, I can't remember her last name, is Brianna Taylor. Check me out there. She said, we can't allow you to see any of this. It has been a bad week for the Trump legal team that actually right now is holding a press conference that is so bananas we can't even bring it to you because it's just so full of BS. Well, it's so bananas that we can't allow you to see it. You might, you might uh, be able to evaluate the evidence for yourself. You have to listen to us. And I've been saying a long time to anybody that would listen that if they're counting on Fox News to, uh, to, to be a reliable source in times like these, they can forget that. James and Lynch on Murdoch, the Murdoch boys, are coastal elite cocktail party liberals. And when push comes to shove... They'll put on these, uh, these conservative shows at night because they know that that gains a big audience. But as far as there's news reporters go, they better tow the establishment line or they'll be out of here and we'll find somebody who will. And as a matter of fact, they have done all of that. If you go over to Newsmax, you'll see f several former Fox uh, reporters and hosts that uh, have been banished because they, uh, they spoke the truth too plainly. Kristen Fisher, uh, Kristen Fisher. Yeah. She's one of the reporterettes. She is a beautiful young woman. She, uh, she saw the writing on the wall and she quickly fell into line. 
Well, that was certainly a colorful news conference from Rudy Giuliani, but it was light on facts. So much of what he said was simply not true. He opened by making this really bold and baseless claim that uh, a lot of this alleged nationwide voter fraud that he's referring to all came from one centralized place. It's a bold and baseless claim to say well, that that all of this was coordinated never mind the pattern the practice and pattern never mind the fact that you had uh, uh these tech and media oligarchs like uh like michael bloomberg and and uh mark zuckerberg pouring hundreds of millions of dollars into these uh these democrat controlled cities driving up the the uh voter participation to 300%. There's no evidence of that, says Christian Fisher. All you have to do is go look at these returns. It's sort of satisfying that a lot of this, despite the media's best effort, is getting getting through. 47% of Americans say that it is very likely that the Democrats stole this election, but that's because this uh, this rigged election is so transparent. But they're um, they're you know using the same Hunter Biden laptop playbook. Ignore it, discredit it, smear it, attack anybody who speaks the truth, and we'll just ignore what those forty-seven percent of Americans think about this. And uh, one of the key arguments that they make is, oh well, it doesn't really matter because. Joe Biden won the popular vote. Here's Wee Willie Geist over on MSNBC. It's Morning Joe. But in Pennsylvania and Michigan, the two places where the Trump campaign continues to fight, it's not close. The election is simply not close. So if you think you're going to change a couple of hundred votes here or there, it's not going to make a difference. You won't change a couple of hundred votes, but it's not going to make a difference. Joe Biden is about to take it. So it's a fait accompli, according to Wee Willie Geist. Well, you know, we were talking about uh, hundreds of thousands of votes that were counted illegally without proper observation when they were opening these these bogus mail-in ballots. A six million vote lead in the popular vote. His lead in the popular vote right now is about twice what Hillary Clinton's lead. So we're back to the popular vote. It doesn't matter what the popular vote was, we willy. That's like saying after a football game, well, uh, my team... Uh, racked up more rushing yards. So I get to call myself the victor, despite the fact of the score on the board. Here is Chuck Todd uh, doing his best to discredit the press conference. Hopes to win the election at the polls failed. His hopes of winning in the courts appear to be failing as well. So There's a lie right there. Uh, none of the Trump campaign's court cases have been dismissed. The cases that they're talking about were brought by private citizens and interest groups in the states. There has not been one case uh, from the campaign that has been dismiss dismissed. There was one that was withdrawn because in Michigan, they uh, or no, in Wisconsin, they went ahead and granted the relief that the the uh, the lawsuit was seeking, so they withdrew that case. Polls failed. His hopes of winning in the courts appear to be failing as well. So now the president may be adopting a strategy that he has employed throughout his life 
in both politics and business. Delay, delay, delay. Delay, delay, delay. Get on with it. Hurry up and concede. You never heard any talk like that when Al Gore was uh, arguing for well over a month about hanging chads. Over on CNN, Fredo says, well, you, you need to hurry up and concede because you're killing Americans. We have major election developments on our watch. Georgia's audit is over. The state with a Republican governor and officials in charge of the election, they say Biden won. Yeah, that's uh, what I opened the show today with. What they did is recount the same uh, ballots that were opened without observers present. They counted the ballots. There was an adjustment, but it didn't matter. An adjustment of several thousand votes. That's a big win. But the biggest win for Biden today, I argue, came courtesy of Rudy Giuliani. What he suggested today on live television revealed... Well, it wasn't live television because you guys didn't carry it. It was bananas. We can't let our viewers see that. ...the truth. There is no rational argument for delay by Trump. Not anymore. And there is no further justification, not that there ever was, for deadheaded denial by his party. <laughs> I'm not going to even, I can't even listen to any more of that. I mean, how you could watch that press conference and then come away with it, uh, that, that, oh, it's over with. Here's Rudy pushing back on this whole uh, line that all of the uh, campaign's lawsuits have been dismissed. Dismissed, I tell you. Why didn't this end? Also, why didn't this where, where, What, what, what uh, fake network do you come from? I don't have a from a fake network. In fact, I am completely independent. have no one above my head. Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, first, first of all, our cases haven't been dismissed. We only have. Uh, over 20, 20. Um, Look at the plaintiffs who were involved in this. It's not our case, ma'am. Don't lie to people. I'm saying, what do you say? Ma'am, 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 you are lying. I think that we You're lying. That, um, You're lying. Um, have well, continue to lie. I'm not going to. Uh, ma'am, 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 ma'am. Oh, man. Stick with us. We're going to run out to a break. We'll be right back. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-854-3183. 800-854-3183. That's 800-854-3183. Rebel rousers, instigators, makers, freaks, agitators, fanatics, scallywags, scamps, firebrands, rogues, scoundrels, mojo sexuals, mojo 5-0. 
Well, another news conference was uh, held yesterday, this one by the Coronavirus Task Force, and uh, Mike Pence came up and gave us an update on uh, on the the vaccine and how it was going to be distributed. They allowed uh, the Fouch to come up and uh, sort of uh, engage in some revisionist history where he, uh, he's, he said that he pointed out, you know, uh, how this was going to change everything and how we could rely on the vaccine, ignoring entirely that he said that it was going to take a year and a half to two years. The president got it done in a little over seven months. And, uh, and now the, the Biden campaign and the media are saying, well, if you don't hurry up and let us take credit for it and turn it over to us for distribution, then you're killing people. The uh, task force put forward the uh, Army Logistics General. I think his name is, uh, well, I'm not going to even try it because uh, I might get it wrong. Um, but he, uh, he, he pointed out how they were coordinating with private industry and the states to rush this vaccine uh, to distribution. And it was, uh, you know, it was a very uh, competently run a press briefing it should have given everybody lots of um, cause for optimism over getting through this this crisis but the media wasn't concerned concerned about that after the press conference was over they immediately launched into their arguments over um, uh, why uh, the 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 president needs to concede and go ahead and transition to the Biden administration. So that is the state of our modern media. What is going on? What is going on? You're not working with the transition. You're undermining democracy. I guess there's question marks on the end of those. And you're not working with the transition. You're all part of not recognizing democracy. You're all undermining the democratic elections. Every one of you. Why is this? And you won't work with the transition. That is the state of our media. Since they weren't allowed to make their uh, their accusations to their face framed in the form of the question, they'll just uh, they'll just make the accusations. Uh, they'll just screen them as they walk out of the room. The uh, uh, I'm running out of time, and I I, I want to make the best of it uh, on this Friday before the weekend. Here is John Avalon over there saying that if Republicans don't speak up and demand that this president concede that they are complicit in killing people. This is a time for choosing. And at this point, silence is complicity. Republicans need to decide whether they will condone an outright attempt to overturn the election. And it shouldn't be a tough call. It's Donald Trump versus democracy. It's Donald Trump versus democracy. No, it's Donald Trump versus the enemies of democracy. AOC took to her Twitter account and, uh, and said this. 
to get the virus under control, we need to pay people to stay home. <laughs> so this, uh, this virus is a uh, prime opportunity for the implementation of Marxism. Ilhan Omar took it one step further, not to be outdone by AOC. She said, what Republicans don't want you to know is if we repeal Trump's tax cuts and rein in wasteful Pentagon spending, we can afford private homes for every person in the country. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're proposing now that you have a, a guaranteed income. I don't know if that's going to require you to work for the government or not. I think there's various talking points on that, but they want you to have a uh, uh, free college tuition. They want you to have free health care. Even if you're an illegal alien in this country, they want you to have food stamps. I, I guess, uh, Obama's got you with a cell phone. Only thing you, uh, you need after that is cable TV and there'll be no reason to get off the couch whatsoever. And if you think that this is, you know, just a bunch of lunatics talking, they've got uh, the the World Economic Forum over in Davos, all behind this Great Reset. We've got to use the Great Reset to uh, to seize the opportunity of the COVID crisis. Here is a bunch of See, they're talking heads. moments of time. This guy, this guy that's in charge. Hans Schultz looks just like uh, Hans, uh, that, uh, that 007 villain, Blofeld. Now is the historical moment, the time, not only to fight severe virus, but to shape the system. We have a unique but rapidly shrinking window. <laughs> oh, my God. Here is uh, uh, Prince Andrew. As if anybody ought to pay any attention to this inbred idiot who was uh, born to royalty. Tapes the system. We have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. It is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. So we must use all the levers we have at our disposal, knowing that each and every one of us has a vital role to play. We have to use the coronavirus as a lever to implement our world domination schemes by promising the people a free income, a free house, a free health care, free tuition. Now is the time to think what history would say about this crisis. And now is the time for all of us to define our own role. What is it that would make it so that history would look at this crisis as the great opportunity for reset? It's a great opportunity to re for a reset, says the head of the International Monetary Fund. The Great Reset is a welcome recognition that is human treasure. This is the the uh, head of the United Nations, Antonio Gutierrez. ...that this human tragedy must be a wake-up call. It is imperative that we reimagine, rebuild, redesign, reinvigorate and rebalance our world. Rebalancing investment, harnessing science and technology, and advancing the transition to net zero emissions, all elements of the Great Reset, are fundamental to building the future we need. Well, pardon me, Mr. and Mrs. Globalists, if I don't want you using the 
uh, this virus that came out of China in order to reorder the entire world economy and assign me a new place in it. I'm, I'm pretty happy being able to work for a living and engage in free enterprise, if you don't mind. AOC and her commie tweets. I've got this uh, this clip. This is uh, what the president ought to uh, put up on his mirror so he can read it every day when he shaves. It's from Rudyard Kipling, and it is uh, how to stay strong and be a man. If by Rudyard Kipling, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools. Or watch the things you gave your life to, broken, and stoop and build them up with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you if all men count with you, but are none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And, which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Hope you have a great weekend, and I hope you join me again on Monday for another edition of Right Now.